Maria Shine, and welcome back to Max Out Girl.
So, you know, I was always looking at like franchise, like um, Little Caesars, you know, different insurances, um, but never knew it was going to be a boutique. Okay, that's awesome. But you love fashion. You saw a gap. Y'all hear this, ladies? She saw yes. a potential opportunity to fix a problem. So I love that. Sometimes that's how you can get your idea. Like what bothers you or what do you see that you feel like, okay, this is a problem that I want to fix. Right. And I love that. So you say your parents were entrepreneurs and that, so you kind of already had that entrepreneur gene. Yes, like, okay, yes, I see how they, they're doing this. Right. I kind of see how, you know, this goes. But what like really, were you afraid like to go after it? So you saw this gap in the market, you love fashion. Did it start like in your twenties or was it, did it take you a while? Like. What was that journey like? How did you get into it? And were you afraid when you when that light bulb went off and you're like, wow, fashion, business? Yeah. Actually, seeing my parents as entrepreneurs deterred me from wanting to have a business. Oh, okay. Why is you that? Know, because of the struggle, the roller coaster, the inconsistency, the long hours. Um, yeah. So I actually went away from wanting to own a business until I started doing the nine to five and working a corporate job and following the American dream. And, you know, I, I had a family, I had a husband, I had a house, I had a picket fence, I even had a white dog. Wow. And I was still not fulfilled. You know, mm. I needed a sense of ownership of having my own and being able to have something to pass on to the next generation. Wow, that's powerful. So actually, you had that dream in your heart, but you were like, mm -mm, I, I see how this working. Right. It's hard, long hours. Sometimes it may have seemed like it wasn't worth it, right? right. So you kind of went for the American dream, as we call it, and went away from probably what your purpose was, right? Yes, yes. Wow. So what was that determining factor? Like you said, okay, I have all this that seems like I have it all. What was that determining factor? The last straw that was like, but no, there is so much more. I want to go after my true dreams or what I feel my purpose is or maxing out in my life. What, yeah. what was that moment for you? Yeah, I wasn't happy. I was working my nine to five job. I was sitting at a desk. Um, and there was still something in my spirit that I was to to give, I was to serve, I was to build. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't doing that with, with my corporate job and my nine to five, but I know that I need to do that because I had a family, I had, I had people that I had to support, so it was a need. Um, and, and then it just happened to be, I was also a shopaholic, so I would shop. <laughs> Girl, you would be couldn't buy, okay. <laughs> couldn't buy some. I couldn't find anything to buy clothing wise. Um, I saw the gap and it just led to that. It's just like I want ownership in a business. I want to fill this gap. You know, I want to help women that look like me. And it just all fell into place. Wow, that's amazing. So were there things you had to overcome to take that first step? Because again, here. You have a family, you have responsibilities, you know, she got bills, right? This is real world. But, and you've seen the struggle of your parents, but you're like, I have this burning passion, this desire to go for it. What did you have to overcome to really go for it? Yes, I <clears throat> I had to step out on faith and I had to overcome my fear. You know, that was the biggest, biggest obstacle. You know, I knew how to do numbers. I knew how to run a business. I mean, I knew how to to run operations. Um, you know, I was working with our leaders, I was building stuff, but it wasn't my own. Okay. Um, and I think another key piece was that, you know, my parents came from nothing. You know, um, my mom was an immigrant and moved from Colombia and had me when she was 18. Wow. So there was that pressure that, you know, I needed to be something. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't a doctor, I wasn't a lawyer. 
I wasn't, um, you can use these quotation marks, the dream, <laughs> yeah. you know, but I, I knew that it, it couldn't stop with me and I knew that I would have to help my family and I would have to um, help, you know, future generations. And, and it was the fear and stepping out on faith and trying it out. And then the worst thing is like, if I fail, what will happen if I fail? What's yeah. the worst thing that will happen? So it was the fear of failure. Yes. Wow, that's so powerful. Ladies, I kind of want to just stop there for a second because I think we all can kind of identify with the fear of failure. Um, even me, I'm an entrepreneur, but I, like you said, I had a full-time job, we got bills, you know, life is life. You're like, uh, I might have this passion, but I got to pay the rent, right? But it comes to a point where I had to ask myself, okay, am I gonna, because I was afraid to fail as well, Am I going to continue to fear failing or continue to fear not fulfilling my purpose, not maxing out a life, not living the dream or the vision that I have for my life? And I feel like for me, what made me just say enough is enough is I was miserable. So like you said, it was like day and night, day and night, I wanna keep the job, I wanna keep the job, but I'm so darn miserable. Right. And for me, I'm such a passionate person and I like to live out loud and max out. I'm like, how long am I gonna stay miserable? How long am I gonna be afraid? And the fear might be there, but still step out on faith. Yes. Like, because if you if you stay miserable, I'm more afraid of just living a miserable life, unfulfilled than failure. Because you fail, you can learn, you can get back up. That's to me what entrepreneurship is about. Yes. You're gonna make mistakes. Agreed. You might fail, but learn, grow. And at least you have that passion or being miserable. Mm -hmm. So I love that. Yeah, no, I love that, Shabri. It's the same thing, just, you know, it. it Serving your purpose. We are here for a purpose. Yeah. And it's hard to find that purpose. Yep. You know, do we wake up every day saying, hey, let's be entrepreneurs? No, no. it doesn't happen. <laughs> but but there's a purpose in us. There's a reason we're here. Yeah. And we have people that depend on us. You're right. Yourself. Wow, that's powerful. So let me ask you. Let's say that there is a woman who's listening on our podcast or who's watching on my YouTube channel. What if she says, you know what, I want to start a boutique or a clothing company or what would be the first step, whether it's online or, you know, brick and mortar, what would be kind of like where she would start? Yes, good question. I think the first thing that you want to see is like, do you have a passion for fashion? I know that sounds cliche, but it's true. But it's true. You have to have a passion for fashion. You have to be, are you the stylist girl in your group? Are you the one that people go to you for advice? Um, are you... Are you able to um, to relate to people? Can you dress different minds? So you have to really have a passion for fashion because that's it's not always the retail game is not always as nice as it looks. As glamorous as we glamorous, see on TikTok and Instagram. See, exactly. There's a lot of kind of scenes. <laughs> yeah. So um, that would be the first thing. And then the second thing, I would do my research. You know, there's a lot of boutiques outside, outlying, online, in store. So yeah. where do you want to start? Who do you want to target? Who is your, your customer that you want to to sell to? And do some research on those people. Yeah. You know, um, look at trends, look at fashion trends. You know, um, if you're woman owned, minority owned, and want to start a business, look at grants, look at funding. So I think the key thing is just really researching before you step out. Okay. You know, don't, a lot of people, what a lot of people do is that like, I'm cute, I look cute on Instagram, or I look cute on Facebook, mm -hmm. I got 300 likes, mm -hmm. you know, these guys are, are following me, like yeah. my pics, I'm gonna open up a fashion boutique. Yeah. That's not the right way to go. What you wanna do is take the time to research it before you start investing your money, um, go to networking events, go to fashion shows, you know, start building that network and seeing 
if people are commenting on your on your look that you styled, you know, get feedback. So start doing some of the research first before you begin. But what if a woman's like, that sounds great. I have no idea how to research. Where do you even start? I feel overwhelmed. Where would she even start, you say? I would look at the current brands. You know, you're not recreating the wheel. What you want to do is you want to look at who's successful. Look at other boutique owners for Bazaar. <laughs> plug. Shameless plug. <laughs> um, you can look at other stores. You know, what I used to do is I looked at other bloggers online. I looked at other stylists and saw that they were shopping plus size brands in the UK. You know, and 10 years ago, that wasn't as popular as it is now. Yeah. So I started looking at brands there, how they would style the looks, and then started doing some research there. And now with the information that you have online with YouTube, TikTok, yeah. you can actually Google you can figure it all how out. to start a boutique yeah. and do that research. Yeah, there. they have a lot of courses nowadays. Of course, so much. Mm -hmm. So you that, ladies, we have no excuses. There's a plethora <laughs> of research opportunities right. for you to study and find out yes. what you need to find yes. out. So um, that's great because I feel like Maybe when we were younger, it was so much harder. Like, oh my God, it seemed like every a lot of information was on the hush hush. You had to really dig deep or know somebody who knew somebody to right. get information. But now, yeah. it's everywhere. So go Google it. Go on YouTube. Go on Instagram, TikTok, research bloggers, those types of things. And that's so great. So let's say this girl or woman, she she has her name. She has she knows who her customer is. She's just starting to research the trends, who's successful, and she says, okay. How do I get my product? Oh, where do I get my product from? How do I brand my company? Like, where do I go from here? Is it kind of the same thing with looking at bloggers or other people to kind of see what they're doing? Uh, I would say the first thing would be like, how much do you want to invest? Do you okay. want to have an online boutique, you know, um, which would be a lesser investment, or do you want to open a brick and mortar? Okay. You know, which would be a higher investment. So. Yeah. How do you want to sell your product to people? Do you just want to do vending events? Do you just want to go to different networking events and vend? You know, so that will give you a foundation of how much do you want to invest. That's awesome. So there's no pressure to have a location. No. She can start online and that's great. And then go to different events and vend or pop-ups, things right. like that. That's amazing. So is that kind of um, an easier way to get started, kind of get your brand out there before you just say, okay, I'm gonna get a lease or I'm gonna right. get a building right. yes. without customers, probably not the best thing to do, right? Agreed, okay. agreed, yes. I would say start testing your product. That's yeah. part of your research, right? Um, start testing your product, go to your local events, um, you know, jump on your favorite stylist live, you know, comment in there, start engaging with these people, Good. see what they're talking about, um, and, and test your product out before you put in a full investment you know, invest in maybe five different styles, five styles, 10 styles that you want to try out at these events before you purchase thousands of dollars and have inventory just sitting oh out gosh. there. Yeah, that's great advice. Been yeah. there. <laughs> and now we can learn from you, exactly. right? <laughs> exactly. Awesome. So what advice would you have for that woman? She's not currently living her dreams. Um, she has a passion, she has desire, um, but she, she just doesn't know how to go for it. What, what would you say to that woman who's not maxing out in life? She's not maxing out. She's not living her dreams. What do you want to do? So what do you want to do if you weren't getting paid? You know, if you love styling people, if you love um, putting clothes on people, a fashion store might not be the right choice for you, you know, you, because you want styling is only 10% of running a business, running a store. Yeah. Um, so what would you like to do day in and day out and where you feel fulfilled, you feel purpose when you wake up? Um, for me, it's having freedom to do what I like and making sure that I have ownership 
putting smiles on people's face, helping local brands, mm -hmm. those are the things that drive me um, for, for living my purpose. Yeah. And the boutique is just the way that I make money to be able to do that. That's awesome. I love something that she said, ladies. I hope you heard that. What would you do kind of for free? And I remember when I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do with in entrepreneurship, my husband's like, what just makes you happy? Like, he's like, what would you do if no one was paying you? And I figured it out. It's like, oh my gosh. And for me, obviously it's talking, but also performing. Yes. And it's like, that's so true. And you don't have to throw fashion in there. You know? yeah. But you know, <laughs> but you know, those things that, that are creative, but it's something that you said also that I think is so profound. I mean, my husband was talking about this because sometimes you could say, oh, I love to perform. But then you start a production company. I'm using me as an example. And it's like, performing is not even mostly what I'm doing. Exactly. And for the most part, I started to hate that. He's like, I want to perform. Well, maybe if you only want to perform and you don't want to do anything else, maybe you need to go perform for another company because exactly. the business piece is what's so big. And you know, I'm talking to myself because I'm realizing you're so right. The business piece is the piece that, it's not that I'm not good at it. I definitely am, but it's not my favorite piece. Right. right. But you have to ask yourself, ladies, are you willing to push past what may not be your favorite piece to get to that sweet spot of what exactly. you love. So those are some things to ask yourself and going after your dreams, maybe it's not to be an entrepreneur. Maybe it's just to be a CEO for a company, a teacher, to get your master's degree, to be a mom. I mean, what what's your dream? So this you know series is to encourage you to go after whatever dream you have, but I wanted to bring her on here because I think this is amazing. She has an amazing story. Um, and I love the fact that she's going for it all, right? Yes. Yes, yes, she worked a nine to five, and sometimes we have to do that while we're doing our hustle on the side until yes. it grows, and that's okay. And we have to be very careful of looking at other people or social media, like they right. look like they live in a dream. You don't know what dream or not dream they live in. Right. <laughs> it looks glamorous, but she just said, exactly. it's not always what it looks. You see the pictures, but do you see the behind the scenes, the hard work? So keep that in mind. Love that, yeah. Love that. So I have a question for you. Last question for you. You are maxing out. Ladies, she's maxing out, yes. okay? Or a bazaar, <laughs> check it out, she's maxing out. So what's next? You you have an online, right? But you also have two locations, um, and those locations are South Lake and Yorktown. Yes. Okay. Um, and what's next for Aura Bazaar? Well, we are excited to expand the brand. Ooh, okay. Um, so we're looking to open in additional locations. We have contracts um, in the works with Rosemont Fashion Outlets. So oh my we're God. Expand that. And we are also looking at other stores as well. We're looking at other malls like Chicago Ridge, okay. Alden Park. Um, so yeah, we're looking to expand the brand. We're looking to grow our online. That's awesome. We really want to make Aura Bazaar a household name, you know, and, and take our, just, it's not about clothing, it's about a lifestyle. You yeah. know, being able to help local brands in the store, being your next Macy's, being your next Zara, you know, that's what we're looking for. That's oh. amazing. Ladies, so she's expanding. You hear that? This is growth <laughs> in 2023. Growth, okay? Not one store, not two store, but come on, some more store. <laughs> okay? So, let me ask you this, all right? So, um, you said that you started Aura Bazaar because they didn't have uh, plus size dresses or outfits that you liked, and now you're fabulous, okay? Oh, thank you. But ladies, I have some good news because I also have an Aura Bazaar, okay? Yes. I, I have on the trophy white dress, okay? Yes. She has styled me, and I love pink. You see the pink? Yes. You see the pink. No, so, I know some of y'all little minis are like, what? You leaving me out? <laughs> but they are size inclusive. Yes. Hello. Come on, tell them about yes. this. We carry all sizes. Woo! We started off plus size, but we carry all sizes. We have a 
capsule collection of men and kids clothing as well. Um, and Shabria looks amazing in this trophy white dress. Love I it. I love it. Get yes. into it, y'all. Yes. Come on. You don't see the pink in the comments. <laughs> Drop it in the comments. Pink in the no, comments. Pink. Oh my God, it's called trophy wife. Okay. Yes. This dress is bomb. When I tell you that, it hugs my little figure. I love yes, it. It makes me look good over here. <laughs> I am loving this dress. And it has a jacket. Now, we're going to take some pictures later. But y'all who ain't, um, y'all listening and not watching, y'all need to get on the YouTube and see what we're looking like because we are fabulous. Yes. And you have to see her dress too and her boots. She's looking good. Thank so you. whatever size you are, you got to shop at Orbazaar. It's Chicagoland area. However, what's the website in case they want to shop? It's shoporbazaar.com. Shoporbazaar.com. So you have no excuses, late to support this wonderful woman-owned, minority-owned business, okay? Whether you're in Chicagoland, Northwest Indiana, or somewhere else, you can also shop online at her boutique. And I'm telling you, it is fabulous. I love all of their stuff. From the shoes, accessories, the dresses, the clothes, the sweaters, it is fabulous. So you gotta check it out. The clothes, uh, they have the little cute bags. We're gonna have some pictures for you. You're gonna see them on our uh, Instagram, TikTok. We're gonna, we gonna do it out all for you. But we're just so glad you guys tuned in. Thank you for coming, Jessica. Thank you for having me. Thank you to you and your team. You guys are amazing. I'm huge fans. Thank, Thank you for you. having me. I love you so much. And I love Aura Bazaar. Make sure y'all support and check her out. But, okay, so let's get into some more details. If you are single ladies, because we're getting into that Valentine's Day season, but it's okay. You do not have to be married to enjoy the season of love, okay? Let's talk about it. My book, Single and Satisfied, The Single Woman's Guide to Fulfillment. Get this book. Get into it. Check it out. Um, when I was single, I encouraged singles. I had a singles movement, and I still have a heart for singles because I feel like we are fabulous. We're loved with or without a man in our lives, all right? So check all my books out. I have a series of books for single ladies at sharpria.com or sharpriashine.com. Also, check out events. I have a Galentine's Day party. Ooh, yes, it is February 4th. Go to sharpriashine.com, click on events. It is amazing. It's a day party, 1 to 5 p.m., red and pink wear either or or whatever you want it's not necessary but get into the colors okay yes, of please. the season yes. we're gonna have mocktails dj dancing games prizes giveaways food bomb okay sweet treats you do not want to miss this event it's only 25 dollars. it's for adults however if you have a teen girl that you would like to bring to have a great time with us you are allowed to do that as well so make sure ladies you come out share this podcast she's been a blessing we've talked about some great stuff make sure you subscribe below put on the notifications okay so you don't miss a thing and also if you're listening make sure you watch the youtube channel because we got so much flavor with these outfits oh, we today do. okay yes. we fabulous so make sure you watch it share it we love you okay make sure that you follow me at sharpria shine and max out girl and where can they follow you they can follow the business page at Aura Bazaar. We are on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. And you can also follow my personal page at J underscore free. Yes, J underscore free. That's J-A-Y. J-A-Y yep. underscore F-R-E-E. Yes, make sure you check her out and share, guys. Support this woman. Support me. We love y'all. And as always, we hope we said something that inspired, encouraged, and elevated your thinking. And always remember to max out, girl.